This is Hardy Midday, Hardy County's daily radio news program. For the next 10 minutes, we will bring you the latest in local news and events, sports, weather, agriculture, and much more. If you have an upcoming event in Hardy County, feel free to send it to hardymidday at gmail.com. Please remember to include any necessary information about your event in your message. Hardy Midday is brought to you by First National Bank of Wachula, 406 North 6th Avenue in Wachula, and online at fnbwachula.com. Hardy Midday starts now. Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, and welcome back to Hardy Midday from Rural Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue, right here in Wachula. Starting off with your local news and a big story from Highlands County yesterday. At 4.07 p.m. yesterday, a call was received about several people burning a pile of debris on the side of Bay Blossom drive at the intersection of Highway 98 in Sebring. Highlands County Fire Rescue Units from Station 19 on George Boulevard were dispatched to the scene, and due to the suspicious nature of the incident, law enforcement was also requested to respond. Fire Rescue Units were first on scene and were confronted by 39-year-old Richard Myron Ham. Two Highlands County Sheriff's Office deputies quickly arrived on scene and found Ham armed with two metal rods. Ham refused to follow deputies orders and a taser was deployed. The taser did not appear to have an effect on Ham, who pulled the taser probes from his body and rearmed himself with one of the bars. He then swung the bar and struck a deputy in the head. At that point, at 4.22 p.m., one of the deputies fired his agency-issued firearm at Ham. Ham was transported to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. The injured deputy was taken to another hospital where he was treated and released. The initial investigation revealed that Ham and 30-year-old LaKenya Phillips were burning the possessions of Phillips' 9-year-old son because they believe he was possessed by a demon. At one point, witnesses said Ham put the child into the fire and covered him with a blanket that was also on fire. The child was able to escape serious injury. Phillips and the child were listed as missing and endangered out of Wichita, Kansas on December 6th. It still has not been determined when or why they came to Highlands County. Multiple firearms and drugs were found in the vehicle Ham and Phillips were driving at the time. Your local event, Saturday, December 30th, Elite Florida Wrestling presents a full night of wrestling action, featuring your hometown favorite, the White Scorpion, and former WWE wrestler Johnny Knockout. Guests include Jimmy McDowell, Ride Rods, Natalie Markover, and Brian Idol. It happens at Rand 17, 2347 Highway 17 South in Wachula. General tickets are $20, VIP tickets are $40, and you can buy yours at Wachula Save a Lot. Your jobs here in Hardy County, Elcob Construction is hiring a construction superintendent, a valid driver's license, and prior supervisory experience are required. 
TPG BHF LLC is hiring a general manager. Qualifications include an associate or bachelor's degree in business or a related program and prior customer service experience. And St. Amaro Nursing and Rehab is hiring an LPN, a high school diploma or GED, long-term care experience, and a valid Florida registered nurse license are required. All these jobs and more at Indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and law enforcement agencies nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary. Remember to do the same with your vehicles, removing any valuable something inside. By doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night, you make your home a safer home. Remember, lock it or lose it. Be sure to send your job openings, news, or events to Hardy Midday. Hardy, M-I-D-D-A-Y at gmail.com, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Please remember to include any event brochures, pamphlets, or flyers with your message. They'll greatly assist us, and we'll read them on the air for you. Coming up, your local weather report and forecast, plus your agriculture, business, and sports news. Hardy Midday will return in just a moment. First National Bank of Wachula offers mobile banking. Download our mobile banking app and have instant access to your accounts. Check your balance and activity whenever you need to. Manage and pay your bills from almost anywhere. Check out mobile banking from First National Bank of Wachula. It's quick, easy, and secure. PartyMidday.com is your internet destination for area news, upcoming events, and so much more. Our new site combines the stories and events you'll hear on Hardy Midday, plus national happenings. Get an instant look at your weekly weather, plus live radar. Listen to past Hardy Midday shows, and you can even send us your events using our friendly message form. Write it down or make it a bookmark. www.hardymidday.com That's www.hardymidday.com Welcome back to Hardy Midday, Crown Rule Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 65 degrees out, feels like 67. Partly sunny skies with no predicted chance of rain. Your shade temperature is 62 degrees. Winds northeast at 10 miles an hour with gusts up to 21. Your air quality is fair. The maximum UV index is 4, moderate. Your humidity ideal at 63%. The dew point 52 degrees, 46% cloud cover. 10 miles of visibility, and your cloud ceiling is 30,000 feet. Your Hardy County forecast for the cities of Wachita Bowling Green and Zolfo Springs, last updated 11:12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Rest of today, partly sunny. Highs in the upper 60s, northeast winds around 10 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows in the mid-50s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly sunny, a slight chance of showers in the afternoon. Highs in the lower 70s, northeast winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, chance of rain 20%, and Thursday night partly cloudy in the evening, then becoming mostly cloudy, lows in the mid-50s, northeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Looking ahead, we do have some storms expected on Christmas Day and Tuesday. That's your hearty midday weather report and forecast. You're all caught up now, so let's go to your agriculture news. <laughs> 
the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. The USDA's latest farm labor report is out, used for setting the adverse effect wage rate that must be paid to migrant farm workers under the H-2A program. In 2022, the AWER in Georgia was $13.67, but shot up to $14.68 in 2023. Georgia Farm Bureau President Tom McCall says our farmers already operate on a thin financial margins, and another wage increase will put some on shaky financial ground. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack has signed a Memorandum of Understanding with Agricultural Future of America. The MOU formalizes a partnership to promote the common goals of strengthening the future competitiveness and sustainability of the U.S. ag industry by preparing more young people for careers in agriculture. USDA and AFA will continue to collaborate on leadership development and link young leaders with career opportunities in food, ag science, natural resources, and related fields. New legal action would require the EPA to immediately suspend and cancel glyphosate, the most widely used pesticide in the world. A petition filed by the Center of Food Safety, Beyond Pesticides, and four farmworker advocacy groups says glyphosate's registration is illegal. A lawsuit filed by the same groups last year saw a federal appeals court strike down EPA's human health assessment because they wrongfully calculated glyphosate's cancer risk. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your Agribusiness Update. Listen up, farmers and neighbors. SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply can take care of all your irrigation needs, from house pumps to turbine service and backhoe service and more. Whatever your irrigation needs, including PVC pipes for pump and repair services, call owner and manager Randall Smith, 863-773-6255. Also on call if needed. That's SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply, located at 127 North George Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's time to get into your Southeast Regional Ag News. On the Ag Information Network, I am Haley Shipp. In a milestone announcement, the Biden administration announced last month that as of December 14th, 2023, imports of beef from Paraguay would be accepted in the U.S. It's the first time in 25 years such a transport has been allowed from the South American country with historic foot and mouth disease struggles. Not on board is U.S. Senator for the state of Montana, John Tester. I sat down with him this week. Why they're putting the whole industry at risk, because I do believe that's the case, doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Tester, who is a farmer himself, has joined with South Dakota Senator Mike Rounds to double down against the move. We're going to stop this, and we're going to do it one of two ways. Either we'll have an act of Congress or a bill that Senator Rounds and I have, or we'll do it through a thing called the Congressional Review Act which will bring it up and say, you know what, the administration can't implement this rule and Congress will vote on it. 
I honestly think if that's put up in front of the Senate, we'll get nearly every one of the votes of the senators for it. Because I just think this is bad policy. It doesn't make any sense for production agriculture, and it doesn't make any sense for the consumer either. So it's really a lose-lose situation. While the concern for cattle health, FMD is not a threat to food safety or human health, according to the USDA, FDA, CDC, and World Health Organization. In 1988, President Ronald Reagan called American agriculture one of the great success stories of our times. 35 years later, his words still ring true. And for 40 years, the Ag Information Network has been telling the American story on air. This holiday season, as we prepare to gather with family and friends, we want American farmers and ranchers to know how thankful we are for the food you put on our tables and the great privilege it has been to share your story all these years. Happy holidays from the Ag Information Network. For the last 40 years, the Ag Information Network has been the source of news for farmers and ranchers. Yet we have never seen such an assault on farming and our food supply as we do today. From fuel to fertilizer, farmers are facing unprecedented economic challenges. This is why agriculture news that farmers receive comes from the Ag Information Network reaching coast to coast. Deep roots in farming and decades of reporting, the Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism for generations. I'm Haley Shipp. This has been your Southeast Regional Ag News. And now for your business news, the stock market report and your sports news. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason. Taking a bit of a breather following a string of recent gains, Wall Street's benchmarks opened lower this morning. Dow closed at a record high yesterday for the fifth day in a row. General Mills slid about 3% after it missed analysts' second quarter sales targets and lowered certain elements of its full-year forecast. At 3.9% year-over-year last month, inflation in the U.K. has eased back to the lowest level in more than two years. Some Tesla workers in Sweden have gone on strike. The job action is sparking sympathy strikes by union workers across the country and in some other Nordic nations. Roughly 130 Tesla mechanics in Sweden walked out after the EV maker refused to sign a collective bargaining agreement. No Tesla employees anywhere belong to a union. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason. With SRN Sports, I'm Jeremy House. In the NBA, the Golden State Warriors chalk up their biggest win of the season as they came back down from 17 points to beat the best team in the Eastern Conference. Stephen Curry scored 23 of his game-high 33 points in the second half as the Warriors outlasted the Celtics 132-126 in overtime. You never really know how it's going to look, and every night's a little different. And, you know, we've lost leads, uh, but the way we dug deep tonight was a big morale booster, and now you got to capitalize off of it. Golden State came back from a 17-point third-quarter deficit. Klay Thompson added 24 points for the Warriors, who have won three straight. Boston has the best record in the East, a perfect 14-0 at home, but only 6-6 on the road. Ryan Leong, San Francisco. Other winners included Memphis, Milwaukee, and Portland. Top 25 men's college basketball winners included number 20, James Madison. This is SRN Sports. Staying with college basketball, 25th-ranked Mississippi also won last night. Number 23, Memphis, down number 22, Virginia, while Providence upset number 6, Marquette. In the NHL, the Minnesota Wild rally late for an overtime victory against the Bruins in Boston. Kirill Kaprizov scored with 2.06 left in overtime, and the Wild rallied past the Bruins 4-3. Kaprizov tied the game 2-2 at 13-12 of the third period. Sometimes you have a lot of chances, and don't score now is like scoring uh, 
I don't know, best or not best. Brad Marchand even the score for Boston on a power play with 106 left in regulation. David Pasternak scored twice, including with less than a second remaining in the first. Marc-Andre Fleury stopped 40 shots for the Wild, who have won 4 of 5. Gethin Kulbaugh, Boston. Other winners were Tampa Bay, Columbus, Philadelphia, the New York Rangers, and Carolina. This is SRN Sports. And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday today, brought to you by the speed, smiles, and service you'll always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula and always online at fnbwachula.com. Your quote for today, a TV can insult your intelligence, but nothing rubs it in like a computer. Tune in tomorrow for the latest in Hardy County news and information. I've been Glenn and we will see you then. Until then, have a great and safe rest of your day, folks. For recording of today's show, send an email with the date of the show requested to hardymidday at gmail.com. Hardy Midday shows may not be sold or redistributed without the express written consent of WAUC Radio and Hardy Broadcasting. The news and event information presented in this show has been verified to the best of our ability. Please contact us if any errors are found. This has been Hardy Midday, a production of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC.